everybody. It's nice to see you all. Oh man, you have to remember the moment of pain as you have very little time, very little time. This is the Bhajan Dukkha Valley Gadi on page 229. You are engrossed in the business of the world. You are supposed to remember, but you have forgotten God. Without the Nam, your life will be ruined. You have very little time. Mother, father, sister, brother, no one comes near you. In the court of the Lord, there is no support except the Master. <coughs> Every single moment is going to be counted. You have very little time. In the womb of the mother, you lived hung upside down. Do not forget how you were protected there. The Master protects your honor from beginning to end. You have very little time. O oh, beloved Satguru, forgive our faults. O oh, giver Sawan, forgive our sins. Listen to Ajayab. It is his hearty plea. You have very little time. O oh, man, you have to remember the moment of pain, as you have very little time. Very little time. Bhajan of Sanchi on page 229. Dukkha vali gari bande rakhne te aarehe Tori muni aarehe ji Tori muni aarehe Dukkha vali gari bande rakhne te aarehe Tori muni aarehe Tori muni aarehe Dunia de dandia cha Oya galatanatu Rakanasi arabula Kea bhagawanatu Dunia de dandia cha Oya galatanatu Dare gare doina, 
This sinner belongs to no one in this world except you. Understanding me as a stone at the roadside, everyone kicked me. My soul cursed my condition loudly. O oh, Satguru, no Allah, Ram, or Rahim <coughs> came to hear my anguished cry. O oh, Satguru, whom should I understand as mine except you, as all others seem alien? He whom I made my own broke the mirror of my heart. Even he for whom I spilt my blood rejected me. Nowadays, fortunes flourish under the cage of tyranny. No means are successful in front of cruel Kal. But those who sacrifice their lives on your path, their fortunes are opened up. Oh, Kripalji, take care of it, Jabe. I sacrifice my life and my being on you. I, the crazy one, have only your support. I don't forget you even for a moment. I have no one else except you as my own. Protect the honor of him whom you have embraced. Oh, beloved Kripal, give your support to this one who is suffering pain. Oh, Baba, don't reject me, the one who is rejected by the world. Give your support. Bhajan of Sanchi on page 47. Deja Sahara Kirpala Pyari Esha Gamade Shatainu Menuna Tukarayo Baba Dunya de Tukarainu Deja Sahara Deja Sahara Kirpala Pyari Eshagamade Shatayinu Menunatukarayo Baba Nuyade Tukarayinu Eja Sahara Kidasha Mere Satguru Tenu Nalajo Mere Hoi Kidasha Mere Satguru Tenu Nalajo Mere Hoi Mere Halate Mere Kishamata Foot of foot roi, mere halate, mere kishamata. Foot of foot roi, tere shiva isha gunagarada, deshada jagavichahorana kahoi, deja sahara. Kirpala Pyari Esha Gamade Satayinu Menuna Tukarayo Baba 
support to this one who is suffering pain. Oh, Baba, don't reject me, the one who is rejected by the world. Give your support. And as most of you know, we are beginning a week-long meditation retreat celebrating Sanchi's life and remembering his last visit here at St. Bani Ashram, which was 10 years ago this month. All initiates are welcome to attend any of the satsangs and meditation sittings. There are retreat schedules available under the tent and in the book room. Tomorrow morning, Monday morning at the 9 a.m. satsang, the initiation instructions will be read. This is a review, not an initiation, and is open for, the <coughs> for those dear ones who have already received initiation on the Sant Mat path. Those with only sound initiation will be able to join the group for the second half of the instructions. They should arrive at nine and wait at the big house to be ready at a moment's notice. We would like to begin promptly at nine so everyone is asked to please allow enough time to arrive and get settled. The reading will be followed by a meditation period that goes to 11 o'clock. On Wednesday afternoon, there will be a seva period between 2 and 4 p.m. This will be an opportunity for guests to help with the varied and ongoing maintenance needs of the ashram, and to combine physical seva with the spiritual and mental seva of the retreat. Local initiates driving in from outside are asked to please use the school parking lots. 
leaving the spaces by the big house for those who most need to park near the hall. <coughs> well, as you may have noticed, I picked up a cold in California um, a few days before I left, and it wasn't helped any by the flight, although it seems to be getting better. So no one, no one should worry. Okay. I want to read a number of things today, uh, actually from Kripal, Sawan, and Sanchi, um, which in my mind come together around the subject of remembrance, which is, after all, the main thing that meditation is, and or at least the beginning main thing that meditation is, and is uh, absolutely central to both the theory and the practice of the path. It may not, the connections to remembrance may not be totally obvious uh, when I first read them, but I think they will if you think about it, and I may comment too. <coughs> the um, remembrance also includes recognition. I always couple them in my mind and the ability to see beyond the surface which we will see as we go along. All right, the first thing I want to read and this is a Christmas message. I know it's not Christmas <coughs> but I love this message. This is the 1962 message. is probably my second favorite first favorite is 64. Dear ones in the Lord, on this Christmas day, I send you my hearty wishes for your progress on your way back to the sweet home of our Father. Entire self-surrender to God is the secret of a true lover of God. Therefore, he should be a man of purity, humility, and meekness. The main thing one should do is devotion to the name of God and see the light and hear the voice of God, the sound principle reverberating in all. For this, he should devote regular time to meditation and conquer the passions through communion with the Master. He should sing of God, the Beloved, and enter into the superconscious through intoxication of his sweet remembrance. In such intoxication of love, one wishes to kiss the very ground, love all creation and all mankind, and breathe peace unto all the world over. My work is to reveal to you the unity already existing through all and would ask you to turn away from sectarian strifes to the path of love. 
This will be achieved by one who will be intoxicated with love. God is love, and our souls are of the same essence as that of God. Love is inherent in our souls, and the way back to God is only through love. Love and all things shall be added unto you. You may read libraries of books. Of what avail are they? You may have many meritorious acts. What avail are they? Far are you from the beloved if there be not the longing in your heart. Consume hundreds of books in the fire. Let your heart blossom forth with the sweet remembrance of the Lord. Be absorbed in the white radiance of the beloved. Be absorbed and you will know that the master is but one with God. He appears in every picture, in every race and religion, every prophet and saint, every scripture and song is the shining one revealed. Let your inner self be overflowing with the love of the master, so much so that all thoughts of yourself be lost in him. St. Paul said, it is I, not now I, but Christ lives in me. Be not imprisoned in the jail of I and me. He who hath transcended self, he verily hath attained to the highest. He hath become perfect. Such a one knows no difference between the Hindu, the Muslim, the Sikh, the Christian, the Jew, the Buddhist, or the Zoroastrian, for God is the Lord of all, and in all shines the one picture divine. We are worshipers of the same Lord. The one is within thee, outside thee, in me, in him, and in every place. That one alone doth speak in all. I wish you to awake, awake, awake this very day of Christ. Awake in the kingdom of God which is shining within you. Be not in love with passions. Think no evil of anyone. Strive not for greatness, wealth, and applause. Strive for truth, purity, and humility. Awake in the brotherhood of God. Inculcate love for one and all. See them all in the one, the shining one. Kripal Singh. I thought I had a fountain in my head. The overflow is so enormous and continuous. Okay. Here we are. And I want to read a section from a letter of Baba Salen Singh. Um, 
You know, there are, there are two ways to approach the path, or for that matter, any path of um, that involves uh, actual spirituality. You know, going within oneself, rising above normal consciousness, etc. <coughs> There is an inclusive way and there is an exclusive way. They are not so much mutually exclusive. Actually, they can be mutually inclusive. But uh, it's a you know it's a question of how we're looking at it. And I think if we look at it one way, we see that there is you know everything is useless and vain and empty and formless and awful and horrible and so forth and only the master is not or only the the name is not the nam but if we look at it another way it seems to us that he is in everything and no matter what we look at no matter what we come up against no matter what we experience no matter what we think about we can see the hand of god working through it and that is the attitude, the point of view, that I have found to be the most helpful. It also is often the point of view that is the most difficult. And uh, it's the point of view, of course, that Master Kripal was advocating in the last reading. In every race and religion, in every prophet and saint, in every scripture and song, pretty inclusive is the shining one revealed so if we can see it it's there and I have found that that is the way in which the inner and the outer life dovetail or come together the most beautifully is that way because that way you see things look very good we're very happy and we're very jolly we're supposed to go jolly. A lot of us don't. I, I, a lot of times I don't. But that's because we forget. If we remember the presence of God within everything and learn the habit of seeing in such a way that we can be aware in a very tangible way of the presence of God in everything, then how can we not go jolly? Anyway, this is from a letter of silencing which uh, makes something of the same point and uh, from a slightly different point of view. This is just a section. It's a long letter. It's, I'm sure it's, I mean, I've, I've read it a number of times in satsang and I'm sure it's been read a <coughs> number of times since too. This is silencing writing to a, a person who has been initiated uh, and eight weeks after the initiation, he wrote him a letter. Obviously, we don't have the letter that was written to him, but it's clear that he was complaining about a number of things and including lack of progress, etc. So silencing is replying to that. It's, the whole letter is uh, incredible and it, it was published in the booklet, um, The Message of Love, uh, for many years also. 
He says, you need not accept anything which does not appeal to you in books or even in my letters. You may leave aside for the time being the ultimate object of life and its how and why. You may start your inquiry from this end and then take as your objective the attack upon the eye focus. Reach that point as best you can by this or any other method. Draw up your own plans if you wish. Only make and execute some plan to reach that objective. Bring your plan into action. That is the main thing. And then if you find it does not work so well, <coughs> come back to this plan. The main point is to reach the eye focus somehow. You will be dealing with your own attention. You will be dealing with your own attention. If you succeed in holding it inside in the focus, you have won the battle of life. And of course, the eye focus that he's referring to, which he's explained earlier, and which the, um, his correspondent undoubtedly knows anyway, <coughs> is what is called the third eye or the sixth chakra um, directly behind and between the eyebrows. You say in eight weeks since your initiation you have made no progress. Santma does not fix any time limit. Let us appreciate the situation. Ever since our birth at which time we left the eye focus and came out of it and established our connections with this world, we have not gone inside of it. Sometimes when we have a deep, intricate problem to solve, we close our eyes and try to think by holding all our, <coughs> all our attention in the eye center. We do it for a short time but soon run out again because we have acquired the bad habit of always remaining away from the focus. Poets, painters, and musicians receive inspiration from this point. All great thinkers get their ideas clarified here. Whatever scientific progress the world has made, it has all been derived from this source. This focus, back of the eyes, is the fountain of all inspiration which has produced the world's masterpieces. <coughs> and whatever further progress is to be made in the future, the source of information and inspiration will still be this point. Here is where divinity comes down to meet the struggling man. And what holds us outside this focus? Why does not everybody in the world rush with his utmost ability to enter this magic fountain of inspiration and wisdom? Because our attention has always been and is yet attached to our bodies, to our near relations, to our homes, to our countries, and to our pleasures, sometimes to our pains and sorrows. We have so much identified ourselves with these things that we have lost our identity. Unless now we start detaching ourselves from these outside connections, 
begin to develop the capacity to switch our attention on and off at will, we can make but little progress on the path. We are to reestablish our identity, to assert our supremacy over our minds and bodies. Mind must be made to work when we wish it to, and to remain motionless when we wish it to do so. We must become able to enter this body when we wish, to function in this world when necessary, and then to go out of it at will when we wish to function in another world. It is the attention which is to go inside and see. And so long as it is running outside, who is to see inside? If the owner of a house sits always outside of his house and complains that he cannot see what is going on inside, his complaint is not justified. This detaching the attention from the external connections is a slow affair. Habits become second nature. It takes time to form new habits. But slow and steady wins the race and practice makes perfect. Follow your mind for a minute and see what keeps it away from its headquarters. <coughs> Avoid whatever interferes and accept what helps in reaching your objective. I have already given you the saint's method based on long, long experience. If anyone is sure that he is on the right path, then if he takes but one step a day, he is still approaching his destination and is sure to get there someday, no matter how distant his destination may be. You will perhaps say, how am I to know that I am on the right path? I give you the means of proving it for yourself. Until you have proved it for yourself, you must, per necessity, accept something on faith. You would have to do the same if you were building a bridge. Which, of course, is, in fact, what we are doing, is building a bridge. point out that um, if we are in a state of remembrance and we see, we are able to see the essence of everything, the core of everything, when we look at things, we can see the presence of God within everybody and we can see the hand of God working in the way of the world. 
if we can look that way, then, as Master says, all is holy where devotion kneels. And where is the place where he is not? Wherever we are, whatever we are doing, <coughs> we are in the presence of God. And it's not localized in any one particular place or any particular classification. And this is what remembrance in practical terms often is. If you think of Samhain Singh's advice in that last letter, uh, you know, if, if this method doesn't work for you, try any method. Try make up your own method if you want to. Uh, and if it does that doesn't work, come back to this one. It, you know, there's, there's no... Um, oftentimes, we have a sense, people have a sense of, um, you know, I've got to do it this way. Or it's got to be like this or I'll be a bad person or something like that. And actually, the Master is extremely flexible. Um, he's very realistic. I mean, I don't think he expects anybody to get very far with a method of their own making. But on the other hand, when you ultimately want to realize God, the fact is that everything you do does lead you in that direction whether you want it to or not and I, I have over the years done a number of methods in addition to never instead of but um, along with the Simran and I have found that no matter what I do it's helpful and it makes my Simran stronger and it makes me enjoy it more so I, my own feeling is that, um, you know, what counts, what ultimately counts is, as one of the bhajans, I think, or something we just know, the Christmas message from the Master, is the longing in one's heart. If the longing is there, Master Kripal used to say that the greatest day in a man's life is when the desire to meet God arises in his heart. Once that desire is there, it cannot be stamped out, and God makes some arrangement to bring that person into connection with his power. It cannot be stamped out, and it makes the difference. And if that longing, the more other parts of us are enfolded and embraced in that, um, the easier everything becomes and the more natural, I would point out. As Sancho used to say all the time when we would, he would put us in meditation, you know, um, do your Simran not understanding it as a burden. The Master is very pleased with those people who do not understand meditation as a burden. It is, in fact, the most enjoyable thing we can do in this life. It is absolutely pleasurable. But, you know, we have to be able to look at things from a state of remembrance. It becomes pleasurable the more we remember, the more 
we do Simran, but remember that Simran actually means remembrance. It doesn't mean repetition. The word for repetition in, in the Sanskrit language is japa. And that's sometimes used by the saints too. Um, but Simran means rep, uh, remembrance. And the point of Simran is for us to remember God. And remembering God means being able to see God working through all things. It's like we remember to look for him. And how that works is dealt with in this story, which I'm going to close with, which on the surface may seem to be not what we've been talking about, but in fact it is, I think, anyway. I have been reading The Jewel of Happiness lately. Uh, for a number of years I hadn't read it, and then I got a very strong desire to go back into it again. And um, I love it. And there are many, many things in it that are extremely helpful, including this story, which is quite unique among the master stories, I think. He's quoting, this is from uh, Ashtapadi 3, chapter called The Glory of the Nam. And the quatrain, or the couplet that he's, or the line, actually, that he's commenting on, of all the religions, the best one is to meditate on the Nam of the Lord, as this is the purest breed. And there's one... <coughs> interesting point to remember too when we use this term nam in india there is no difference in words for uh, that mean nam in the sense of the sound current and the word that means nam in the sense of my name or your name um, the word is the same just as word is the same in english force of creation, the light and sound that created the universes, and also that which we call that, which is, in the way the masters use it, refers to the basic names, which are the names that we uh, use for Simran. But there again, you know, um, I was present a couple of times when Master Kripal initiated Muslim seekers. Um, they were initiated in a group with everybody else. But the, when the initiation was over, he pulled them aside and gave them a different mantra, which consisted of Arabic names rather than Sanskrit names. And I, you know, I, I learned that mantra because I was present when he did that. And I have looked up all the words, and of course their meaning is totally different. There is no way that translation or linguistic comparability has anything to do with why it's the set of five names in Arabic and the set of five in Sanskrit. Uh, reading about the Kabbalah, they also use names of the inner planes or the... the 
presiding deities of the inner planes as a means of access into the planes. And uh, although I have never heard or been present or received initiation into the Kabbalah, <coughs> it's clear from the reading that I've done that this is this is happens. Similarly with the Gnostic Christians, they also laid great stress on names was understood by their enemies as password, magical passwords to get into the inner planes with. But it is not e difficult to see exactly how the, the Gnostics themselves used them. So there are actually a number of different mantras um, in different languages, all consisting of the basic names of God as expressed in different traditions. And uh, all that they have in common is that they are conscious representations of the real name, the ultimate name, God naming himself on the level of each plane. And um, they are given, I say conscious, I mean when the person who gives them has experienced that for himself and seen the reality of that each name represents. So when it says the best one is to meditate on the Nam of the Lord, remember in India, that would be, as that couplet is being sung out, it would uh, an Indian person would hear the best one is to meditate on the name of the Lord, as this is the purest breed. And it can refer both to listening to the sound current and to doing Simran. Once there was a shopkeeper who used to attend satsang regularly. He was so regular in his devotions that once, when for some unavoidable reason he could not attend satsang, he sent his son in his place. His son had never been to the satsang and he didn't know anything about it. But when he went there, he heard this. We should always have mercy on the poor and on the cows because they are considered holy animals. And moreover, we should treat the saints well. Next day, when he was sitting in his shop, he saw that one cow was eating some grain from the shop. He didn't stop her because he thought, God has given us a lot of wealth. My father has given money to many people and they pay us interest on it, so we have many sources of income. If she eats a little bit of food, we're not going to become poor. So he didn't remove that cow. But when his father came there and saw that his son was looking at the cow and not removing it, he grew angry and said, Are you blind? Don't you see that the cow is eating our food and you're not removing her? The son replied, Father, yesterday when I went into the satsang, I heard that we should always have pity on cows and the poor. If she eats a little bit of food, how will it affect us? We have a lot of money, and if we give food to this cow, we are not going to become poor. The father got very angry with his son and said, If I had put all the satsangs I have heard into practice, I would have become a pauper. In his anger, he said, Go away from my house. You are not a good son. So the boy went away. 
As he left the village, the boy saw a snake who was trying to eat a frog. The frog was trying to get away from the snake because he didn't want to die. When that son of the shopkeeper saw that the frog was in danger, he helped it to escape. But the snake had been hungry for many days. And when that boy realized this, and that there was nothing else the snake could eat except that frog who was gone, that boy cut some flesh from his body and gave it to the snake so that it was satisfied. Now he was in terrible pain, but he walked on and after some time he saw an old woman coming with a little boy and she was carrying a burden on her head. When she came nearby, she said to the shopkeeper's son, Dear son, please help me to carry it. I will be very grateful to you. That boy was very kind and loving toward everybody, first to the cow, then to the frog, and then at the expense of his own body to the snake. So here also he showed his kindness. Even though he was in so much pain, still he carried her burden. After some time walking together, they saw that a man was coming toward them, bringing a horse. The old woman said, Dear son, I have some money, and you can spend it in buying that horse, and then we can all ride on it and get to our destination. So using the money of the old woman, the boy bought that horse, and they all climbed onto it, and eventually came to a city. After they had spent one night there, the old woman said, I have some more money, and you can use that to buy some food and to open a business. So using that money, the boy went into business, and after some time, he got a good post in the court of the king. Now that king had a magic ring. Somebody had given it to him, and by using it, he could enjoy with the fairies in heaven. Once it so happened that he was bathing in a pool and lost that ring, he announced that if anyone would help him take the ring out of the pool, he would give him whatever he asked for. Then the little boy who was with the old woman said, All right, I will do something for you. He went into that pool and found the ring at once, and when he gave it to the king, the king said, Yes, now you can ask for anything you want. But the little boy said, I don't want anything for myself, but I want that you should marry your daughter to my elder brother here and make him your heir. The king agreed, and he married his daughter to the son of the shopkeeper. Now the shopkeeper's son was well settled. Eventually he became king. So after living with him for some time, the old woman, the horse, and the little boy all wanted to go back to their places. So the boy who is now king came with them, and after walking for some time, the little boy wanted to leave. But before going, he said to that son of the shopkeeper, Don't you recognize me? He replied, No, I don't. So the little boy said, I am that frog whom you saved from the snake. And because you saved me from the snake, and because you saved my life, that is why, in order to pay for that good karma, I came as a little boy to help you, and he disappeared. The son of the shopkeeper continued walking with the old woman and the horse. After some time, the horse wanted to leave, and he said, I think that you have also not recognized me. 
The boy replied, no, I, I don't think that I recognize you. The horse said, I am that snake to whom you gave your flesh. Because you had once satisfied my hunger, in order to pay for that, I became a horse, and only because I came to you were you able to come to the city. And only because you came to the city have you become king. I have paid you for whatever you did for me, so now I am also leaving. And he disappeared. Now the boy was walking with that old woman, and after some distance she said, All right, my dear son, I am also going now. But I am very surprised that even though I lived with you for such a long time, you still didn't recognize me. But I will tell you, I am that cow whom you didn't remove when I was eating food from your shop. And because of your kindness, I was born to give you something. I had to pay you. That is why I came in the form of an old woman and I gave you some money. And now as a result, you have become king. But before leaving, she said, you were very kind to me. And because you acted according to whatever you heard in the satsang, because you obeyed one sentence of the satsang, you have become a king from being a shopkeeper's son. Now, if you will keep the company of saints, and if you will go to satsang regularly, and if you will mold your life according to what is taught in the satsang, and if you will obey every single thought of the satsang, you can progress even more, and you can get the real happiness and the real name and fame. You can get the liberation from this world. So keep yourself in the company of the saints, and you should try to do the meditation on Shabbat Nam also. After giving him this advice, she also disappeared. The meaning of this story is this. In this world, there are many kinds of worship. There are many ways in which you can be kind and loving to the other creatures of the world, and you always get the benefit of doing that. But the greatest kindness which you can do, the greatest mercy which you can have, is the mercy on your own self, your own soul. And you can do that only by doing the meditation of Shabad Nam. That is why Guru Arjan Dev Ji Maharaj says here, in this world there are many forms of worship and there are many ways in which you can be loving toward the creation. <coughs> But I would recommend that you should first have pity and mercy on your own self, your own soul, because your soul has suffered a lot from your past births. Now, since you have got the human body, it is time for you to have mercy on your own self, and you can do that only after coming into the company of a perfect master. If, after getting initiation from him, you will do the meditation of Shabad Nam and attach yourself to the Shabad Nam, only then will you be able to do the greatest good deed of this world, to have mercy on your own soul. That is why we should wholeheartedly do our meditation. And very briefly, I would point out that... Um, the story gives us a glimpse, you know, into another world, um, which is basically the world as it would seem to us if we were able to look at it from the top. 
As Sawan Singh in another letter mentions, you know, you can look at the creation from the top or the bottom. The bottom is the way we look at it. The top is the way God looks at it, and also the masters look at it. And, you know, it's a very different perspective. I was looking at Judas' gravestone yesterday afternoon, and I noticed little teeny ant-like creatures running around on it, and every time they came to the letter, one of the letters that was carved on it, it ran along the edge. It wouldn't go in. And I quit, and I thought about what that stone must look like to that little ant. You know, it certainly neither looks or has any meaning, anything like it does for us. And then a larger bug would come across, and he would easily cross the letter even so. So it's like what seems like to us like nothing, like just a letter sitting on a stone to that little tiny creature is like a big ditch. And what that creature experiences on the stone is totally different from anything that we see. It's something like that. At least that's what I, I was thinking when I watched it anyway. Something like that. <coughs> And the thing is that, of course, the beauty of any of these is if we begin to remember, if we can, we, it's like we grasp a little bit of the point of view of looking from the top. And, the, you know, it's like the story is kind of a working out of what Master Kripal was talking about in the, um, in the message, that it's like that boy knew somehow that, um, you know, he was in every scripture and song, etc. He knew he was everywhere, and he had a sense of the holiness of all creation. And that was his motivating factor. And it, it's, you know, it's like we think we're doing this, this, and this, and we're dealing with this, this, and this, and this, this, and this is what happens. In fact, from the point of view of our inmost self, it might be very different from that. And the cow is an old woman as a cow, you know? But the same God is within her no matter what form she's in, etc. All right, this is uh, actually the beginning of the talk Sanchi's last talk here in um, July 1996 on Samhain Singh's birthday, uh, July 27th, called The Pages of Our Heart. We'll hear the, the first section of it today and we'll continue it next week. If I remember how to turn this thing on, uh, let's see. Yeah, okay, power button. Yeah, all right and then play. Sabhan Kripal de Charnandich Nishkar hai jinnah ne gareeb atma te rahim kita avda jas karanda mauka dita hai. Salutations unto the feet of Supreme Father, Lord Almighty, Sabhan and Kripal. 
who have had mercy on the poor souls and have given the opportunities to sing their praises main kai din to कई महात्मा की बाणिया से सत्संग किए है मैं रोज ही दसदा हूं कि संतान दाणिया विचार योग है एक एक लफज करोड़ा रुपए का है सचता यह है कि जिस लफजा ने साड़ी जिंदगी पलट के रख देनी है जिंदगी बना देनी है जो कण कण के परमात्मा व्यापक है उस मिलने वास्ते प्रेरणा देनी है ਉਹ ਬਾਣੀ ਦਾ ਕੀ ਮੁੱਲ ਹੋ ਸਕਦਾ ਹੈ for the past so many days i had been commenting upon the writings of various mahatmas the words of the mahatmas are very precious because they are the words they are there is the thing which will turn our life so the thing which is going to change our life the thing which will make our life what can be the value what can be the price of such the, the words of the mahatma ਸੰਤਾ ਮਹਾਤਮਾ ਦੀ ਬਾਣੀ ਮਨ ਬੁੱਧੀ ਦੇ ਲੈਵਲ ਤੋਂ ਨਹੀਂ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਗਈ ਇਹ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਦਾ ਜਾਤੀ ਤਜਰਬਾ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਆਤਮਾ ਦੀ ਗਹਿਰਾਈ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚੋਂ ਬਾਣੀ ਆਉਂਦੀ ਹੈ the bani of the mahatmas and the saints is not from the level of the mind and intellect it comes from the depth of their soul because it is their personal experience ਇਹ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਪਵਿੱਤਰ ਹਿਰਦਿਆਂ ਦੀ ਅੰਦਰੋਂ ਕਲਪਣਾ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਜਿਹੜੇ ਬਿਲਕੁਲ ਵਿਸ਼ੇ ਬਕਾਰਾਂ ਤੋਂ ਉੱਪਰ ਉੱਠ ਖੜੇ ਹੁੰਦੇ ਹੈ ਮਨ ਇੰਦਰੀਆਂ ਦੀ ਗੁਲਾਮੀ ਤੋਂ ਆਜ਼ਾਦ ਹੋ ਚੁੱਕੇ ਹੁੰਦੇ ਹੈ ਪ੍ਰਭੂ ਹੀ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਦੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਘਰ ਕਰ ਚੁੱਕਿਆ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਜੋ ਕਲਪਣਾ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਪ੍ਰਭੂ ਦੀ ਤਰਫੋਂ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਹੈ ਪ੍ਰਭੂ ਦੇ ਹੁਕਮ ਮੁਤਾਬਕ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਹੈ ਇਟ ਇਜ਼ ਦ ਕ੍ਰੀਏਸ਼ਨ ਇਟ ਇਜ਼ ਦ ਐਂਗਾਇਰੀ ਵਿਚ ਕਮਸ ਆਊਟ ਫਰਮ ਥੈਟ ਪਿਓਰ ਹਾਰਟ ਵੇਅਰ ਨੋ ਪੈਸ਼ਨ ਹੈਜ਼ ਐਵਰ ਗੋਨ ਥੋਸ ਹੈਵ ਰੀਜ਼ਨ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਦ ਪੈਸ਼ਨ whatever they think whatever they are anxious of it is always for god almighty and only for going back to the home of god so these words the words of the bani of the mahatma come from that pure and holy heart santan di bani jo likhi hundi hai shabd likhe hunde hai oh har yug de vich har time de utte sahi tukde hai guru nanak ne keha si jaisi main aava khasam ki bani taisda kari gyan ve lalo ਕੋਈ ਮੇਰੇ ਵਸ ਦੀ ਖੇਡ ਨਹੀਂ ਲਾਲੋ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਦਾ ਸਿੱਖ ਸੀ ਉਸ ਨੂੰ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗੇ ਜੋ ਪਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਅੰਦਰੋਂ ਹੁਕਮ ਦਿੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਮੈਂ ਉਹੀ ਕਲਪਣਾ ਉਹੀ ਬਾਣੀ ਅੱਗੇ ਉਚਾਰ ਦਿੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਦੀਵਾਨੀ ਔਰ ਦੀ ਸ਼ਬਦਸ ਆਫ ਦਾ ਮਾਸਟਰਸ ਆਰ ਅਫੈਕਟਿਵ ਐਂਡ ਦੇ ਆਰ ਟਰੂ ਇਨ ਏਵਰੀ ਟਾਈਮ ਇਨ ਏਵਰੀ ਏਜ ਗੁਰੂ ਨਾਨਕ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਸੇਜ਼ ਦੈਟ ਓ ਲਾਲੋ ਵਾਟਐਵਰ ਕਮਸ ਫਰਮ ਦਾ ਵਿਦਿਨ ਆਈ ਅਟਰ ਓਨਲੀ ਦੈਟ ਬਾਣੀ ਲਾਲੋ ਵਾਸ ਦਾ ਡਿਸਾਈਪਲ ਆਫ ਗੁਰੂ ਨਾਨਕ ਦੇਵ ਜੀ he said that i am not doing it myself whatever is coming from god almighty whatever is coming from my within i am uttering only those words pyare guru aur sikh shish da jo rishta hunda hai eh bada gudha hunda hai is rishte di samjh us waqt aundi hai jado si aap di atma nu nau dwaran cho simran de jiriye ਤੀਸਰੇ ਤਲ ਤੇ ਲੈ ਜਾਂਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਸੋ ਸੋਖਸ਼ਮ ਤਿੰਨੇ ਪਰਦੇ ਲਾ ਕੇ ਪਾਰ ਬ੍ਰਹਮ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਪਹੁੰਚ ਜਾਂਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਬਲਕਿ ਇਸੇ ਵੀ ਜਦੋਂ ਉੱਪਰ ਉੱਠ ਖੜਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਫਿਰ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਸਮਝ ਆਉਂਦੀ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਗੁਰੂ ਔਰ ਸਿੱਖ ਦਾ ਕਿੰਨਾ ਰਿਸ਼ਤਾ ਗੂੜਾ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਿੰਨਾ ਪਿਆਰਾ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਫਿਰ ਪਤ
ਅਗਰ ਕੋਈ ਪ੍ਰਾਈ ਅਗ ਵਿੱਚ ਸੜਨ ਵਾਲਾ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਸਿਰਫ ਇਹੀ ਗੁਰੂ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਡੀਅਰ ਵਨਸ ਦ ਰਿਲੇਸ਼ਨਸ਼ਿਪ ਬਿਟਵੀਨ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਐਂਡ ਦ ਡਿਸਾਈਪਲ ਇਜ਼ ਵੈਰੀ ਡੀਪ ਐਂਡ ਵੀ ਕਮ ਟੂ ਨੋ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਇਟਸ ਡੈਪਥ ਵੀ ਕਮ ਟੂ ਨੋ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਇਟ ਓਨਲੀ ਵੈਨ ਵੀ ਰਾਈਜ਼ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਦ ਨਾਈਨ ਓਪਨਿੰਗਸ ਆਫ ਦ ਬੋਡੀ ਐਂਡ ਆਫਟਰ ਕ੍ਰੋਸਿੰਗ ਆਫਟਰ ਰਾਈਜ਼ਿੰਗ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਦ physical aspects and causal covers when we reach parvam then we come to realize the depth of the relationship between the disciple and the master when we go even further more then we come to realize that what is the reality of the relationship of the master with the disciple only then we come to realize that he is the only one who burns himself in the fire of others pyareo jadon mahat hundi hai jinna de naal assi sari zindagi pyar karde hain bade bade keemti waqt ਜਿਨ੍ਹਾਂ ਦੀ ਖਾਤਰ ਕੁਰਬਾਨ ਕਰਦੇ ਹਨ ਠੱਡੀਆਂ ਮਾਰਦੇ ਹਨ ਬੇਈਮਾਨੀਆਂ ਕਰਦੇ ਹਨ ਮੌਤ ਦੇ ਵਕਤ ਨਾ ਮਾਤਾ ਸਾਥ ਦਿੰਦੀ ਹੈ ਨਾ ਪਿਤਾ ਨਾ ਭੈਣ ਨਾ ਭਰਾ ਨਾ ਸਮਾਜ ਵਾਲੇ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਦੇਖ ਲਓ ਅਗਰ ਅਸੀਂ ਦੁੱਖਾਂ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਘਿਰੇ ਹੋਈਏ ਜੰਗਲ ਦਾ ਟਾਈਮ ਹੋਵੇ ਡਾਕੂ ਕਤਲ ਕਰਨ ਨੂੰ ਖੜੇ ਹੋਣ ਅਗਰ ਉਸ ਵੇਲੇ ਕੋਈ ਸਾਡਾ ਸਾਥੀ ਆ ਜਾਵੇ ਕਿੰਨੀ ਦਿਲ ਨੂੰ ਖੁਸ਼ੀ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਬਿਆਨ ਨਹੀਂ ਕੀਤੀ ਜਾ ਸਕਦੀਗੀ ਇਸੇ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਇੱਕ ਐਸਾ ਵਕਤ ਜ਼ਿੰਦਗੀ ਦੇ ਉੱਤੇ ਆਉਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਜਦੋਂ ਇਹਨਾਂ ਵਿੱਚੋਂ ਸਾਡਾ ਕੋਈ ਸਾਥ ਨਹੀਂ ਦਿੰਦਾ ਹੁੰਦਾਗਾ ਜੰਮ ਸਾਹਮਣੇ ਖੜਾ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਔਰ ਉਸ ਦਾ ਜੋ ਡੰਡਾ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਵੀ ਦਿਸਦਾ ਹੈ ਉਸ ਵੇਲੇ ਸਾਡਾ ਸੱਚਾ ਸਾਥੀ ਗੁਰੂ ਪ੍ਰਗਟ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਉਸ ਵੇਲੇ ਜੋ ਆਤਮਾ ਨੂੰ ਖੁਸ਼ੀ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਬਿਆਨ ਨਹੀਂ ਹੋ ਸਕਦੀ ਡੀਅਰ ਵਨਸ ਵੈਨ ਦਾ ਡੈਥ ਕਮਸ ਐਟ ਦੈਟ ਟਾਈਮ ਨੋ ਵਨ ਕਮਸ ਟੂ ਆਵਰ ਰੈਸਕਿਊ ਦੋਸ ਪੀਪਲ ਹੂਮ ਵੀ ਯੂਜ਼ ਟੂ ਲਵ ਅ ਲੋਟ ਦੋਸ ਹੂ ਵੈਰ ਆਵਰ ਬਿਲਵਰਡ ਵਨਸ ਐਂਡ ਫॉर ਦੋਸ ਵੀ ਸੈਕਰੀਫਾਈਸ ਸੋ ਮੈਨੀ ਆਫ ਆਵਰ ਪ੍ਰਿੰਸੀਪਲਸ ਵੀ ਡਿਡ ਸੋ ਮੈਨੀ ਕਾਈਂਡ ਆਫ ਬੈਡ ਡੀਡਸ ਟੂ ਸੈਟੀਸਫਾਈ देयर ਨੀਡਸ we deceived others we told lies and we did so many other things just to satisfy the needs of those people and whom we used to understand as our very own no one comes to our rescue at that time when the death happens just imagine if you are caught in the wilderness and if the decoys are chasing you if they come in front of you and if they are ready to kill you at that time if someone who is your real friend appears there and he helps you how much happiness would you feel in the same way when that moment of death comes at that time neither our mother nor our father our son brother wife no one of our relatives comes there to help us it is only the master who appears there and he saves us from the beating of the yama so just imagine the happiness which the soul experiences when she sees that the yama is standing she is also seeing the beating of the yama and at that time when the master appears there and saves that soul from all the beating from all the beating of the yama she feels tremendous amount of happiness in her within kabir sahib kende hai jam ka thanga bura hai oh ni seha jaye ek jo sadhu moe milya tin ho liya bachaye kabir sahib say that the beating of the yama is very bad it is unbearable but i have met one sadhu and he has saved me from that beating ਕਬੀਰਾ ਕਹਾਣੀ ਪੀੜ ਦੇ ਸਤਿਗੁਰੂ ਲੈ ਛਡਾਏ ਪਰਾਪੂਰੂਲੀ ਪਾਵਨੀ ਤੇ ਪ੍ਰਗਟ ਹੋਈ ਆਏ ਹੋ ਕਬੀਰ ਆਈ ਵਾਸ ਬੀਂਗ ਗਰਾਉਂਡ ਇਨ ਦਾ ਮਿਲ ਬਟ ਮਾਈ ਸਤਿਗੁਰੂ ਕੇਮ ਐਂਡ ਹੀ ਰੈਸਕਿਊਡ ਮੀ ਫਰਮ ਥੈਟ ਓਨਲੀ ਬਿਕਾਜ਼ ਆਫ ਮਾਈ ਪਾਸਟ ਕਰਮਾਜ਼ ਆਈ ਵਾਸ ਏਬਲ ਟੂ ਗੋ ਐਂਡ ਮੀਟ ਵਿਦ ਮਾਈ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਹੂ ਸੇਵਡ ਮੀ ਫਰਮ ਆਲ ਦਿਸ ਹੈਵ ਗੁਰੂ ਰਾਮਦਾਸ ਜੀ ਵੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਆ 
ਪਾਪ ਕਮਾਉਂਦਿਆ ਤੇਰਾ ਕੋਈ ਨਾ ਬੇਲੀ ਰਾਮ ਕੋਈ ਨਾ ਬੇਲੀ ਹੋਏ ਤੇਰਾ ਸਦਾ ਪੱਛੋ ਤਾਵੇਂ ਗੁਰੂ ਰਾਮਦਾਸ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਆਲਸੋ ਸੇ ਦੈਟ ਓ ਸਿਨਰ ਯੂ ਆਰ ਅਰਨਿੰਗ ਦ ਸਿਨਸ ਬਟ ਨੋ ਵਨ ਇਜ਼ ਯਰ ਫਰੈਂਡ ਐਕਸੈਪਟ ਦ ਰਾਮ ਐਂਡ ਇਫ ਯੂ ਡੂ ਨਾਟ ਹੈਵ ਦ ਰਾਮ ਵਿਦ ਯੂ ਇਫ ਯੂ ਡੂ ਨਾਟ ਹੈਵ ਗੋਡ ਆਲਮਾਈਟੀ ਵਿਦ ਯੂ ਯੂ ਵਿਲ ਹੈਵ ਟੂ ਰਿਪੈਂਟ ਬਾਹਰ ਤਾਂ ਅਸੀਂ ਸਿਰਫ ਪ੍ਰੈਕਟਿਸ ਕਰਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਗੁਰੂ ਨਾਲ ਪਿਆਰ ਕਰਨ ਦੀ ਸਤਸੰਗ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚੋਂ ਜਾਂ ਸੰਤਾਂ ਦੀਆਂ ਲੇਖਨੀਆਂ ਵਿੱਚੋਂ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਕੁਛ-ਕੁਛ ਪਤਾ ਲੱਗਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਗੁਰੂ ਔਰ ਸਿੱਖ ਦਾ ਕੀ ਰਿਸ਼ਤਾ ਹੈ ਅਸੀਂ ਇਸ ਦੇ ਉੱਤੇ ਕਾਇਮ ਹੋਣ ਦੀ ਕੋਸ਼ਿਸ਼ ਕਰਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਲੇਕਿਨ ਮਨ ਸਾਡਾ ਪਲੇ-ਪਲੇ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਡਰਾ ਦਿੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਦੇ ਗੁੰਮਰਾਹ ਕਰ ਦਿੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਦੇ ਫੇਰ ਪਰੋਸ਼ਾ ਆ ਜਾਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਔਨ ਦੀ ਆਊਟਰ ਲੈਵਲ ਵੀ ਆਰ ਓਨਲੀ ਟ੍ਰਾਈਿੰਗ ਟੂ ਡੂ ਦ ਪ੍ਰੈਕਟਿਸ to love the master because from reading the books of the master from reading the writings of the master we come to know that what is the what is the meaning of the relationship of the disciple with the master but on the outer level sometimes our mind makes us lose the faith sometimes he gives us the faith other times he makes us lose the faith kyareo main dasda hunda hai jado assi sare padde la ke andar guru nu pragat kar lende hain guru aap diyan sariyan barkatan leke aise shish de andar baith janda hai lekin phir bhi agar koi kami hai to guru shish da andar bada pyar bharya sambhad hunda hai oh sambhad jisne kar liya us nu pata hai ਕਿ ਅੰਦਰ ਕਿੰਨਾ ਗੁਰੂ ਖੁੱਲ ਦਿਲੀ ਨਾਲ ਬਾਤ ਕਰਦਾ ਹੈ ਭਗਤ ਤਨੇ ਨੇ ਅੰਦਰਲੀ ਉਹ ਅਵਸਥਾ ਬਿਆਨ ਕੀਤੀ ਕਿ ਗੋਪਾਲ ਤੇਰਾ ਆਰਤਾ ਜੋ ਜਨ ਤੁਮਰੀ ਭਗਤ ਕਰੇਂਦਾ ਤਿਨ ਕੇ ਕਾਜ ਸਵਾਰਤਾ ਦਾਲ ਸਿੱਧਾ ਮੰਗੂ ਕਿਉ ਹਮਰਾ ਖੁਸ਼ੀ ਕਰੇ ਨਿਤ ਜਿਉ ਅਨਾਜ ਮੰਗੂ ਸਤ ਸੀਕਾ ਔਰ ਕਰ ਕੀ ਗੇਹਨ ਚੰਗੀ ਜਨ ਤਨਾ ਲੇਵਾ ਮੰਗੀ ਮੈਂ ਨਾਹੀ ਕੀਤਾ ਲਬੋ ਇੱਕ ਨਾਮ ਤੇਰਾ ਮੈਂ ਫਬੋ ਆਫਨ ਆਈ ਸੈਡ ਡੀਓਨਸ ਦੈਟ ਵੈਨ ਵੀ ਰਿਮੂਵ 올 ਦਿਸ ਕਵਰਸ ਫਰਮ ਓਵਰ ਆਵਰ ਸੋਲ ਐਂਡ ਮੈਨੀਫੈਸਟ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰਸ ਫਰਮ ਵਿਦਨ ਅਸ ਦੈਨ ਵੀ ਨੋ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਦ ਰਿਲੇਸ਼ਨਸ਼ਿਪ ਆਫ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਵਿਦ ਦ ਡਿਸਾਈਪਲ ਸੋ ਵੈਨ ਵੀ ਮੈਨੀਫੈਸਟ ਦ ਫਰਮ ਆਫ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਦੈਨ ਦ ਰੀਅਲ ਕਨਵਰਸੇਸ਼ਨ between the master and the disciple happens and it is very open it is very heart to heart and those who have had the good fortune of going within and manifesting the form of the master and those who have had the conversation with the master in the inner plane only they know that what it is like it is very open it is very heart to heart bhagat tanna had also said that o oh lord your artha or your arti is such that all those who have manifested you in their within you do all their work you perform all their acts you give them the pulses the food stuff and all the things which they ask from you you even give them the best of the things available bhagat dana says that i sacrifice myself on him who has given me so many things and he also says that i sacrifice myself and i praise that mill of my home who is grinding the wheat and who is making me eat this food and in this way god almighty is giving me all the riches of the world to tane ne aadiyan zaruratan jehdiyan sigiyan oh agge rakhiyan ke mainu daal vi chahidi hai seedha vich kyo vi chahida paun vaste aur achhi 
ਅੱਜ ਕੱਲ ਕਾਰਾਂ ਹੈ ਉਦੋਂ ਘੋੜੀ ਦੀ ਸਵਾਰੀ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਸੀ ਉਹ ਵੀ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਚਾਹੀਦੀ ਹੈ ਘਰ ਵਾਲੀ ਜਿਹੜੀ ਹੋਵੇ ਉਹ ਵੀ ਆਗਿਆਕਾਰ ਹੋਵੇ ਔਰ ਫਿਰ ਉਹ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗਿਆ ਕਿ ਮੈਂ ਕੋਈ ਲੋਭ ਤਾਂ ਨਹੀਂ ਕੀਤਾਗਾ ਸਿਰਫ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਤੇਰਾ ਨਾਮ ਹੀ ਚਾਹੀਦਾ ਹੈ ਭਗਤ ਦਨਾ ਹੈ ਲਿਸਟਡ ਆਲ ਦਾ ਥਿੰਗਸ ਵਿਚ ਹੀ ਵਾਂਟਡ ਹੀ ਆਸਕਡ ਫॉर ਦਾ ਪਲਸਰਸ ਹੀ ਆਲਸੋ ਆਸਕਡ ਫॉर ਦਾ ਕਲੈਰੀਫਾਈਡ ਬਟਰ ਇਨ ਥੋਸ ਡੇਜ਼ ਦੇ ਡਿਡ ਨਾਟ ਹੈਵ ਦਾ ਕਾਰਸ ਸੋ ਹੀ ਸੈਡ ਦੈਟ ਆਈ ਆਸਕਡ ਫॉर ਅ ਵੈਰੀ ਗੁੱਡ ਮੇਅਰ ਔਨ ਵਿਚ ਆਈ ਕੈਨ ਰਾਈਡ ਐਂਡ ਦੈਨ ਹੀ ਸੇਜ਼ ਦੈਟ ਆਈ ਹਵ ਨਾਟ ਬੀਨ ਸੋ ਗ੍ਰੀਡੀ ਆਈ ਵਾਂਟ ਅ ਵਾਈਫ ਹੂ ਵੁੱਡ ਬੀ ਓਬੀਡੀਅੰਟ ਟੂ ਮੀ ਜੇ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਇੰਨਾ ਕੁਝ ਦੇਵੋਗੇ ਮੇਰਾ ਦਿਲ ਬੜਾ ਖੁਸ਼ ਹੋ ਕੇ ਤੇਰੀ ਭਗਤੀ ਕਰੂਗਾ ਐਂਡ ਫਾਈਨਲੀ ਹੀ ਸੇਜ਼ ਦੈਟ ਆਈ ਆਲਸੋ ਆਸਕ ਫॉर ਯੂਰ ਨਾਮ ਐਂਡ ਦੈਨ ਹੀ ਸੇਜ਼ ਦੈਟ ਇਫ ਯੂ ਵਿਲ ਗਿਵ ਮੀ ਆਲ ਦਿਸ ਥਿੰਗਸ ਆਈ ਵਿਲ ਬੀ ਵੈਰੀ ਹੈਪੀ ਟੂ ਡੂ ਯੂਰ ਡਿਵੋਸ਼ਨ ਇਸੇ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਤੁਹਾਨੂੰ ਅੱਜ ਆਪਪੂ ਟ੍ਰਾਂਸਲੇਸ਼ਨ ਪਜੰਦੀ ਕਰਦਾ ਹੈ ਇਸ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਦਾ ਵੀ ਇਹੀ ਭਾਵ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਜਦੋਂ ਅਸੀਂ ਸਿਮਰਨ ਕਰਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਕਦੇ ਸਰੂਪ ਆਉਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਦੇ ਜਾਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਸਰੂਪ ਤਾਂ ਉਸੇ ਜਗ੍ਹਾ ਖੜਾ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਸਾਕਨ ਹੈ ਲੇਕਿਨ ਸਾਡਾ ਮਨ ਕਦੇ ਆਉਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਦੇ ਜਾਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਜਦੋਂ ਅਸੀਂ ਅੰਦਰ ਤਰੱਕੀ ਕਰਕੇ ਪਾਰ ਬ੍ਰਹਮ ਤੋਂ ਉੱਪਰ ਚਲੇ ਜਾਂਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਫੇਰ ਸਿੱਖ ਕਹਿੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਵੀ ਮੈਥੋਂ ਦੱਸ ਕੀ ਖੁਨਾਮੀ ਹੋਈ ਸੀਗੀ ਕੀ ਐਬ ਹੋਇਆ ਸੀਗਾ ਤੂੰ ਮੇਰੇ ਕੋਲ ਦੀ ਚੁੱਪ ਕਰਕੇ ਲੰਘ ਜਾਂਦਾ ਸੀਗਾ ਤੂੰ ਆ ਕੇ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਉਹ ਸਾਰੀਆਂ ਗੱਲਾਂ ਆਪਦੇ ਦਿਲ ਦਾ ਵਰਕਾ ਫੋਲ ਕੇ ਦੱਸ ਕੀ ਹੋ ਗਿਆ ਜੇ ਅਸੀਂ ਗੁਨਾਹ ਕੀਤੇ ਹੈ ਕੀ ਤੂੰ ਗੁਨਾਹਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਬਖਸ਼ਣ ਵਾਲਾ ਨਹੀਂ ਜੇ ਅਸੀਂ ਪਹਾੜ ਗੁਨਾਹਾਂ ਦੇ ਇਕੱਠੇ ਨਾ ਕਰਦੇ ਤੂੰ ਆ ਕੇ ਬਖਸ਼ਦਾ ਕੀ ਨੂੰ ਦ ਸੇਮ ਇਜ਼ ਦੀ ਮੀਨਿੰਗ ਆਫ ਦ ਪਜਨ ਵਿਚ ਵਿਲ ਬੀ ਟ੍ਰਾਂਸਲੇਟਡ ਬਾਈ ਪਪੂ ਜਸਟ ਨਾਓ ਨਾਓ ਵੈਨ ਵੀ ਡੂ ਦ ਮੈਡੀਟੇਸ਼ਨ ਸਮਟਾਈਮਸ ਵੀ ਸੇ ਦੈਟ ਦ ਫਾਰਮ ਆਫ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਕਮਸ ਐਂਡ ਸਮਟਾਈਮਸ ਹੀ ਗੋਸ ਅਵੇ ਬਟ ਥੈਟ ਇਜ਼ ਨਾਟ ਦ ਰਿਐਲਿਟੀ ਪਲੀਜ਼ ਡੋਨਟ ਯੂਜ਼ ਦ ਫਲੈਸ਼ ਵੈਨ ਯੂ ਆਰ ਟੇਕਿੰਗ ਦ ਪਿਕਚਰਸ so when we do the meditation we say that sometimes the form of the master has come and sometimes it has gone away but that is not the reality because the form of the master never comes he never goes he is steady he is always there it is only our mind which comes and goes so when we go within when we rise above our body go into the parvam when we go into the inner plane then the disciple talks to the master very freely and he says that what happened <clears throat> you come and go through the pages of the heart of my heart and tell me that what crime i have done that you went away from me very quietly what happened if we did all the mistakes what happened if we did all the sins if we had not done all the sins sins who would have called you as the merciful one and as the forgiver so come in my heart and go through the pages of my heart and tell me that why you are going away quietly from me next week along with the following part of the uh satsang our closing bhajan is on page 40 oh beloved satguru kripal the forgiver your play is unique Your colors are uncommon, O giver. <coughs> They are the givers of life. Those who had your darshan became intoxicated. By making them meditate on Nam, 
by putting them on the path, you cool the heated hearts, O beloved Satguru Kapal. I am grateful to you millions of times, my true Lord, having become yours. My rope is in your hands. Wherever you send me, I go. You fulfilled my desires of the past. Save my honor, O giver. <coughs> Beloved Satguru Kripal, Ajayev has become prosperous after coming to your door. Graciously, you made me meditate on Nam. You attached me to your feet. Oh, forgiving Satguru, listen to my prayers, O oh, beloved Satguru Kripal. I, servant Ajayb, am a stranger who remembers you. May I not forget you, my Satguru. I sing Kripal, Kripal. Shower your grace, O oh, beloved Kripal. I have come to your door. O oh, beloved Satguru Kripal, the forgiver. Your play is unique. Bhajan of Sanchi on page 40. Kila neyari bakshan hari Kirpala sati guru pyari Kirpala sati guru pyari Gela neyari bakshana hari Kirpala sati guru pyari Kirpala sati guru pyari Dere rang nirali Data Jivana Bakshan Vale Dere Rang Nirale Data Jivana Bakshan Vale Darshan Jisnu Vale Darshan Jisnu Etiri Hogai Mat Vale Namaja Paki Rasati Paki
बेड़ा बांध के साक लक शुक्र मना धेरा बान के सा लक लक शुक्र मनावा हत हे दूर सादी जीब जेते जावा हत हे दूर सादी जे बेजेते जावा चिर दिया कुआशा सा लाजरा की दारी किरपाल सत गुरु प्यारे घेल ने बक्शान हारे किरपाल सत गुरु प्यारे किरपाल सत गुरु प्यारे देरे दार जाबे आखी गया खुशी दार जाबे आखी गया खुशी नाम ज पाया लाया हो के सत गुरु ध्याला नाम ज पाया चरनी लाया हो के सत गुरु सुनफड़िया सतगुरु बख्शन हारी किरपाल सतगुरु प्यारे गेल बख्शन हारी गिरफाल सत गुरु प्यारे फाल सत गुरु प्यारे मे परदेशस जाद मनावा परदेशस जाद मना मिश्र न जावा सतगुरु मेरी 
kirpal kirpal gava bisrna java satguru mere kirpal kirpal gava kirpa karo kirpal pyare Aye hanti ridvari Kirpal sati guru pyare Gela neare Bakishan hare Kirpal sati guru pyare O oh, beloved Sadhguru Kripal, the forgiver, your play is unique. May God bless us all.